Brought to you the week of November 14th, 2010. This is Podcast Starter, Episode 4. Hi, how you doing? This is James Kennison, and you're listening to Podcast Starter, helping you start, shape up, and share your own hobby podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how to get your podcast online. A lot of times I get questions about this, so we're going to answer it right away. First of all, I want to give you a little update. Podcast Starter can now be found in iTunes. I don't know what their deal was. I submitted it last week, and usually they're really cool about emailing me and letting me know when it's listed and this, that, and the other. Did not get that this time, but I happened to check right before hitting record, and it is listed under technology and podcasts. So go over there to uh, iTunes and uh, look up Podcast Starter. I believe we're also in the Zoom marketplace, a social, as they call it. And, of course, you can always find out uh, more about Podcast Starter at podcaststarter.com or all of the shows in the NLCast network at nlcast.com. Uh, this episode is brought to you, by the way, by drawyouapicture.com. Now, this isn't going to be a normal read. I want to tell you a little bit about drawyouapicture.com. That is my personal uh, website uh, for drawing images and uh, logos for podcasts. I also do small businesses. I do a lot of church uh, logos and children's church logos. Uh, I want you to go over there to drawyourpicture.com and see what I've done for others and see what I can do for you, especially if you're in need of low-cost podcast cover art. Okay. In in later episodes, you're going to be hearing that the key to getting featured in iTunes one of the big keys is great cover art. And yeah, you know, you've got a brother that does a little bit of this, that, and the other. Um, but, uh, you know, and people can typeset things in Photoshop. But unless you want, if you want something that sets you apart, you're going to find that um, over at drawyourpicture.com. I guarantee you, you're going to get more out of it than you put in. Okay. That is uh, very rare in this world. But you can go over there and see what I've done. And check it out. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. And by Bluehost.com. You can go to uh, PodcastStarter.com, click on the Bluehost banner, and uh, you can get a year of podcasting at a time, or uh, I'm sorry, hosting. And uh, you'll also be helping me out a little bit and the show. So thank you so much, uh, all of you. For uh, listening and coming in and hearing, uh, this is episode four, how to get your podcast online. Now, I've been asked some odd questions in the last, and I, I don't want to say odd, but uh, after after people get the answer, they feel kind of odd for having asked it. And, and the, ans- the questions are like this, should I keep my podcast files on my website? Um, or how, do- this is my favorite, how do I upload my podcast to iTunes? And uh, and then, of course, not so odd is, is how do I create a feed and what is an RSS feed? Today, we're going to be answering those questions. And this assumes now that you've already got a um, an MP3 file that you're ready to send out to the world. You've already recorded. You've produced it. You've mixed it down. You've ID3 tagged the mess out of it. And you're sitting there waiting to send this out to the planet. How do you do that? What are the details? Today, we're going to cover and just gloss over a lot of that, okay? Um, Again, this assumes that you've got your MP3 file 
in place. If you haven't, I want you to go back and listen to the last episode um, about how to produce, produce and record your very first uh, podcast. All right. Uh, but first of all, congratulations for getting this far. There's so many folks that I believe give up before they even get a chance to um, to, to to record, or they get frustrated, or they just quit. So thank you and, and congratulations for doing it. Um, so how do you get it in iTunes? That's the question. How do you get this thing out to the planet? Uh, the first thing is you need to be able to upload and host uh, your uh, your MP3 file somewhere. Okay, I I suggest that you do not record and upload your files to the same place that you host um, your websites. Okay, places like Bluehost, for instance, great place to host your blog, your WordPress installation. Um, it's an excellent, excellent place. I can't say enough about Bluehost. Uh, but the problem with that, they say that you can upload anything, but they don't mean anything. And and, and I'm not picking on Bluehost. It's the same with, Li, uh, not Libsyn, um, uh, GoDaddy and all these other places. They'll tell you unlimited bandwidth, unlimited streaming, unlimited downloads, but they mean unlimited in the context of normal use. And what they consider normal use are HTML data. They don't mean megabytes or, or, or gigs of of your uh, of your MP3 files. Okay, so they will shut you down if you sit there and try to do it. Now, there are places online where you can get combo deals where it, they'll even advertise it that way. Here's you can do your hosting and your media hosting in one place. I found that to be more expensive than separating it out. Okay, I like keeping things nice and simple. Um, I'm all for it, but if it costs more, I'm going to go uh, a different route. So here's my suggestion. I suggest Libsyn. Okay, everybody suggests Libsyn. Libsyn is the place to go to host. Um, for starting at five dollars a month, you can host a half hour show a week. Okay, and if you're just starting out, that may be all you need. And if you compress it, you can get a full hour in there. If it's talk only and not a lot of uh, not a lot of music, then I think you'll be very very happy. Um, you know, of course, you can spend ten dollars and forty dollars and on and on and up as you grow. Um, but uh, you get a hundred megs of space for five bucks a month. That is enough. Again, thirty minute talk show. Uh, or, or you can even get an hour, I believe for a hundred megs, I would say you could get an hour show out a week. Okay. Um, if you compress it right, you could probably even get an hour and a half worth of shows out a week. Um, maybe, maybe I'm thinking weekly. The average talk show is between 55 and 60 megs each. So I would say that it, the half hour mark is probably right on. So I take that back. I was thinking weekly, 100 megabytes weekly. Anyway, um, before you think this is just a pitch for Libsyn, I mean, it is, but it isn't. Um, they're the best at what they do. I've been using them for years. I've been very, very happy, and I think you will too. If you do end up going with them, please do me a favor. Go to podcaststarter.com, click on the Libsyn banner, and sign up, okay? It's not going to cost you anymore. It's not going to save you anything either, but um, they'll be using. you'll be using me as a referral. And that helps out the show. So I appreciate it. And you will. If you have to do something for free, um, I suggest uh, there's there's several free options out there, but you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And just know this if you go free, you sacrifice quality. 
Okay, that's just a that's just what it is. If you go free for free hosting, um, you and the quality is going to be in the download process. Your listeners are going to have slow downloads. Okay, the thing I like about Libsyn is they um, they they almost have two services that they provide. One of them is your is your uh, your they they keep things on a super fast server for 30 days and then they quote unquote archive it. But all that means is they move it to a lower, uh, a slower, they keep it. That's the big thing, man. They keep your entire, uh, MP3 collection, all of your, all of your stuff. They keep it though. And they put it on a slower hosting. I actually, I've never been able to tell a difference that, but they claim it's slower. And that way your, your hot and heavy stuff that's getting downloaded, um, is, is on the fast one. And then, then later when they're trickling and there's only five downloads a month on some of your old content, uh, it's, it's on a lower, uh, uh, I can't find the right word, but you know what I mean? It's on a slower service, uh, but nobody notices and nobody cares. But when you're talking about free, you're getting whatever they can give you. Okay. And some of these places throw ads on your MP3s. You might say, I don't care. I don't care. Well, you might care. You might care later on, especially if you use them and, and you want to move to a paid service. Now you've got all these ads embedded in your stuff, but that's okay. I've heard people using places like mypodcast.com, uh, talk shoe to, uh, record and, and, uh, all, all their stuff. And then internet archive is a place they host audio files of any kind. And they will host your stuff for free. Again, um, you know, it's slow and all that. And you got to read the text um, with mypodcast.com. I haven't used them. I cannot, you know, um, suggest them to you because I haven't read. But I know with some places, they own your content. So be careful. Be careful. Don't you want to own your own stuff? Um, here's my deal. If you use anything other than your own domain to host, um, I, I highly, highly suggest that you get um, – that you use uh, a feed generated ah, that you use <laughs> um, what's it called? I'm totally blanking here, folks. Sorry. I want you to use feed burner. Okay. But we'll get to that in just a minute here. Let me, let me reiterate your hosting. I suggest Lipson. Okay. Lipson not only will give you um, your hosting, and you'll get lightning fast downloads and all this kind of stuff. Uh, you also get a blog that you can use as your website. So you might not even need separate hosting. Put your money in your media and you'll get a simple blog that you can use. You can use a URL with it. So whatever podcast.com and it will, it will forward to this blog and the blog uh, generates your feed. You can th- take your feed and feed it through FeedBurner and submit that to iTunes. I mean, it's, it's cake. That's how I started. Um, and then later on, if you want to move to a uh, hosting plan through Bluehost or any other place, the um, GoDaddy, for instance, go for it. Um, so anyway, it's free. Um, they're going to plug ads in your podcast. If it bothers you, though, spend a few bucks on Libsyn and um, and go with that. Feed generation. After you get your content uploaded, you need an RSS feed. Okay, RSS stands for really simple syndication, and all it is is a big text file that tells everybody or tells the machines that parse it out. Um, it allows people to subscribe and tells 
you, you know, iTunes or their iPads or whatever. Hey, this is a list of files that are available for download, and here's the latest one, and it and it allows them to automatically download your latest content. That is the key. It automatically is uploaded, and and uh, it's really great for them. Now, on your end, you've got to make sure that you keep that thing perfect. Your feed needs to be flaw free. Your feed is your baby. It is your life's blood. It is the thing that you will need to tread lightly on and be very sweet too. Because if you jack up your feed, there is nothing more frustrating in the planet. Oh, podcasters will will slit their wrists almost when their feed gets jacked up or they lose it. I'm going to reiterate this again. Your most important thing is your feed. So I suggest no matter what you use to generate your feed, I would suggest running it through FeedBurner. That way later on, if you switch hosting or if something goes jabberwocky or something gets messed up, your main feed that you've given to everybody else, the feed address does not change. I'll give you an example. Recently, I switched one of my podcasts. I changed the name of it from Children's Ministry Monthly at cmonthly.com to a big long name, help, I'm a children's pastor.com. Okay. The feed changed. Okay. I, I now have a brand new show and I wanted, though, to pitch it and use it to send to the same subscribers. So I was able to go to FeedBurner and change where FeedBurner pulled my feed in from. And and though people are still subscribed to FeedBurner.com slash see a monthly, they're getting brand new content from a brand new show. And I don't care that it still says see a monthly because that part is invisible. That part is absolutely invisible to the end user. So see how uh, if I had given them, um, I could have just as easily given them seeamonthly.com slash RSS or slash podcast, and that would have been the feed. But then when I changed to help I'm a children's pastor, I would have had to do all this forwarding and shifting and this, that, and the other to get them all onto the new feed. No, thank you. No, thank you. Plus, FeedBurner gives me a lot of control. It helps you use. It is not a feed generator, okay? FeedBurner is is not going to give you um, a feed, but it will take your feed and it will allow you to do things with it that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to do. Check it out at FeedBurner.com. It is a Google um, uh, offering. It's a Google property. It didn't used to be, but they bought it out. So enjoy it. Check it out. But how do you generate your feed to begin with? Well, if you're old school and you're, you're smarter than me, you can generate it by hand. You can get a text editor, a notepad right there on your old PC, and uh, start start uh, adding in incl- inclusions and, and all this. I, I just no, don't do that though. You know, you can learn to if you want to, but I have never done it. Never done. It. I've been tempted to a few times, haven't done it. I use WordPress to run my website. And WordPress has an excellent plugin called PowerPress. PowerPress is put out by Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. But all you have to do is when you get WordPress installed, uh, you can go through to plugins and under plugins, install, search, and then look for PowerPress. PowerPress is great. Um, it, there, you can visit the PowerPress website for tutorials and how to install it. That's not what this show is about. It's just about informing you of what to do. Basically, it just adds a level of podcasting to your blog. So when you go and you type your title and your content, there's also a space for your MP3 file. And you'll take your, your URL from your hosting, from Libsyn, for instance. You'll, you'll copy that and paste it into your media file box 
that PowerPress provides. It'll automatically figure out all the details because PowerPress is going to want to know how big your file is and how many minutes it is. It's going to pull that information in and add that not only to the p blog post, and they'll, they'll, there'll be a little MP3 player, a flash-based player and all this and a download link, but it's also going to add it to your feed. And it will create two feeds. One will be your blog feed and it will include everything. And then there'll be a special podcast only feed, which is what you'll want to run through FeedBurner. Okay. Um, if you need to validate your feed and make sure it's working and you probably want to, you need to go to feedvalidator.org, feedvalidator.org and plug that feed in before you send it through FeedBurner. And it's going to tell you if there's any issues or problems. Now, if you have them, you're going to have to go to another podcast, another a blog and find out how to fix it. Anytime I've ever had problems with my feed, it's been because there's been some weird formatting in my blog post and I needed to remove that in order to make it work. So um, hopefully you probably won't have any errors just starting out, but you need to submit it and run it through Feed Validator before you go to Feed Burner. Okay, so now that you've got your MP3 file uploaded, you've got your RSS feed generated, you've got the actual thing run through Feed Burner, and you've copied and pasted that Feed Burner address, now you're ready to submit it to the world. Okay, um, and and this is how it goes. You don't actually upload anything to iTunes. You're never going to upload anything other than to your own hosting that you control, unless you're using free options. But Libsyn hosts your your media, and then wherever you host your blog, WordPress.org, or if you're using GoDaddy hosting, which I do not suggest, or Bluehost, which I use myself, uh, you, you've got those two things going on. Now it's time to submit that feed to iTunes and other places. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to go to iTunes. You're going to have to actually download it. Okay, download iTunes, download Zune. Um, go ahead and get those things installed. Get an account. Um, I've heard tell that you have to have a credit card number to uh, to to get a iTunes account. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've had one. Some people don't have an iTunes account. Um, if you don't, just have somebody submit it for you. It's not like you get control of your feed or anything afterwards. Anybody could submit any podcast feed that they want and i think that's a little stinky honestly but uh if you know if you've got somebody and you can't you can't submit it uh go ahead and run it through somebody that does and have them just add it because all they do all you do is you go to podcasting okay and there at the bottom right uh or actually it used to be at the bottom right now it's in the right hand category you're going to see submit a feed submit a podcast add a podcast something to that event matter of fact i'm going to look at it right now we've got here we click on there, and it says submit a podcast. It's about it's third from the bottom on the right-hand side under podcast quick links. I'm in the iTunes store. I've clicked on podcast and submit a podcast. You click on that, and all it's going to do, it may have you log in before or after, but it just has one step, submit or podcast feed URL. You're going to paste that in there and hit continue. It's going to ask you to verify a couple of things. It's going to show you the podcast art. It's going to show you uh, your title and your description. 
and you're going to submit that bad boy. You can do the same thing with Zune. And then um, they're going to email you at the email address. You may have to tap, type that in, and they're going to let you know it was properly submitted. They're going to let you know if there was an issue or a problem. And then you, within um, easily within a week, you're going to get um, notification. You're going to be able to start seeing that turn up in iTunes and in Zune, for that matter, and um, you just you really want to get your podcast in iTunes. It is still the number one way uh, that people receive this content. But there are other places too. I want you to go to podcastpickle.com and submit your podcast to them. Uh, Blueberry dot com b l u b r r y is a great place to submit your podcast. Uh, podcast Alley is another one. Excuse me. There are several others. Let me see here. I want to give you uh, Blinks, B-L-I-N-K-S, allpodcasts.com, blogdigger.com, blogexplosion.com, getapodcast.com, adapodcast.com, podblaze.com, podcast alley we mentioned, um, podscope.com, and amigofish.com. Dot com. I'm not going to list all of those in the show notes, okay? Just uh, just go to Podcast 411 and look up uh, podcast submissions or, or just uh, Google it. And any place that you find that gives you a free opportunity to submit an RSS feed, then you go for it. Uh, you should never have to pay to list your podcast RSS feed, okay? Just, just a general tip. Um. Make sure that you also list your RSS feed on your website, okay? On your main page of your website. It should be the easiest thing in the world when your friends and family or whatever and your listeners come to your website. Uh, it, they're mostly usually going to find about it through iTunes, but if they come to your website first, it needs to be very obvious how to subscribe. Um, and let me let me tell my pet peeve here. Subscribe is the worst word and the planet that a podcaster will ever have to use. But it's the only word we have. Subscribe to my content. Subscribe for free, however you want to word it. Um, but when I hear the word subscribe, and I think when most uh, noobs, new people, hear the word subscribe, they think money. I, I subscribe and I pay a cost. Well, obviously, podcasting is free, and we're only subscribing for free to get the content automatically delivered. It's that side of subscribing, not the pay side. But I don't know that people know that. So on my website, it's going to say subscribe for free, or it's going to say subscribe, and then in parentheses, free, or uh, you know, however it is that you want to list it. But I want you to make sure that you have a link um, to your to iTunes, your show in iTunes. How do you do that? You right-click on your show image in iTunes, hit copy link, and then you can create a regular link on your main page. Also, um, make sure you link directly to your RSS feed. Okay, I have that in the sidebar at the top in graphic form on every podcast I do. I don't care if you go to podcaststarter.com, podcastkid.com, uh, you know, if you go to any of my shows that are listed at nlcast.com, right there in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see a way to subscribe to my show. It is the number one thing that you need to push on your website more than anything else is that feed. Uh, people need to subscribe to your show if they want to get it. Now, there's always going to be people that want to subscribe via email. Uh, you need to make that available. You can do that through FeedBurner very, very easily. 
Uh, that's one of their main benefits, in my opinion, is is the fact that it's easy for people to get your content if they're old school and want to get it via email. Um, and then there's always going to be people that listen to it on your website. So make sure you've got that available as well. Um, it's a strange creature, the feed, but treat it nice and it will be your best best friend. If you have any questions or if there's anything I glossed over that you'd like to have me go into more detail with, please email me. Okay, you can do that at podcaststarter at nlcast.com or you can call me 2095NLCast. Again, podcaststarter.com, podcaststarter at nlcast.com or 2095NLCast. I'd love to hear from you. I've got a couple of questions from listeners here. Uh, This is from Dean. He's he's, uh, trying to challenge me on my... uh, my gain versus volume thing. And that's fine. Here we go. Dean says this. I've been instructed by a sound engineer to do the exact opposite of what you suggested with gain and actual volume. Um, and what I had suggested is that you set the gain low, um, that you put the vo- mat- the volume of each uh, channel up to unity and then slowly turn your gain and uh, until you're peaking and then pull it down just a little bit. He says, we set the gain to unity, which is straight up and down, and then we adjust the volume from there. We have uh, someone that is, if we have someone that's a light talker, we push the gain up, but never very much over unity. This is for church services. However, I've started working with another sound guy. He's not a sound engineer, but a sound guy in a theater that almost pegs the gain and then controls the volume with the slider. So I just wanted to ask, where did you get your information from? I'm I'm trying to get a real understanding of what is best. Thanks for what you do, Dean. All right, first of all, dude, I'm I don't know much. I, honestly, I'm not a sound guy. I'm not a sound engineer. I'm a podcaster, and I know what works here in the confines of the room in my house that I've set aside for podcasting. And um, what I've seen, it, the question really shouldn't be, where did you get your information from? Um, it's why do you believe what you believe? Because I think uh, with sound, anything that works for you, do it. Absolutely. But I want you to listen to the quality of my sound and tell me that I'm doing it wrong. Secondly, I want to point out this. Um, you're talking about a church service, okay? You're talking about a big old giant room with keyboards, guitars, basses. You're talking about monitors. You're talking about a big old giant board. You're talking about live music. And you're talking about SM58 microphones, okay? Totally different setup. And I'm not going to argue anything that you said because I don't know anything about church sound. Um, I don't. I don't know anything about live theater sound. All I know is every single one of us has a different way of doing it. I was just describing my way of doing it. And I'm sure I read it somewhere um, because having a soundboard is completely new to me. Uh, well, not not completely new, but one of them that, that I really, really like, I finally just got a couple of months ago. And um, I'm very happy with where I have it. I've got my gain. Now, my gain... For this microphone, it is a uh, uh, PR uh, Heel PR40 that I got from uh, PodcastAnswerMan.com. Um, I have to turn the gain almost all the way up, and my and then my my volume control is at Unity. Okay, um, you're going to have to set it up for each individual voice. Now, one thing I love about podcasting is once I set it, it's done. My voice doesn't change. My I'm never louder or quieter. Um, now, my second mic. Sometimes my daughter uses it for Podcast Kid. 
Com. Uh, sometimes my wife's sitting over there and she with explicitanswers.com and uh, completely different voices going on and I have to adjust the mess out of it. Um, but for for me, it's set, set it and forget it, man. I love that. It's like the George Foreman grill. Set it and forget it. I don't think that's their catchphrase, but you get what I mean. So, um, you know, try what I've said. Try what they've said. Whatever works better for you, go for it. But I'm telling you, trying to compare live sound um, to digital recording in the context of a, of a, of a, not, you know, a little bedroom uh, with a microphone and a guy looking at a computer, completely different. Okay, so and and no offense, but I've been in church a long time, and sound engineer and church, um, I don't know, man, I don't know how much the credentials hold up. You know what I'm talking about. You use who who you have to work with. Uh, so Ben says you mentioned on episode eight, um, and I don't know that I've got eight episodes. Let's see. You mentioned that episode eight. Oh would be about getting our audio online and having uh, suggestions for free file hosting. He must be talking about episode four, because that's this one. I started recording all the sermons at church, and I started that to use a pod or to start a podcast. At first, I would just upload the files to the site server. But then I noticed that uploading and downloading these files was rather slow. Absolutely. So you, you've got a guy here that had existing hosting. He's uploading his sermon files. He's figuring, nah, we're, at the most, we're going to get 20 a week. Um, no big deal, but it is exceedingly slow, exceedingly slow. Well, then I moved over to using a free Dropbox account. Dropbox is a uh, cloud sh- file sharing service, which, you know, it's a good idea. Um, it was faster and easier, and this was done by adding the files to my public subfolder. Um, I can then right-click the new file and choose Copy Public Link, which gives me a URL that I can then plug into my feed. See, similar concept to what we were talking about with Libsyn. One drawback I found is that the free Dropbox account gives a two gig in space period. And I started using this service in June and my account's already 20% full. Um, do you know of any other hosting service that is both dependable and free? Uh, ben from KC. Okay. Dropbox. Good idea. I love that idea. But again, here's your deal is you're not only talking about bandwidth. Um, You're talking about hosting, and two gigs in space is going to get eat up real, real quick. The one thing I love about Libsyn is, like I said, they archive your stuff, and that means that frees up new space. They have unlimited storage, and you can keep every file that you've ever downloaded, and it will never count against you once it's been on the server for 30 days. And that is the wonderful thing about it and what makes it so worthwhile. Um, dude, since you work for a church, I would honestly suggest you not use a free service. I would say go and ask for budget. It's coming up right now. The the church right now is sitting with their board. They're asking um, who, how are we going to spend money, this, that, and the other. And go th- tell them you want to buy a year of Libsyn at $10 a month, and, dude, they won't even blink an eye. If they if you tell them you're setting up a podcast for the church, oh, they're gonna get they're just gonna love that, and you're gonna tell them it only it costs ten dollars a month. That is nothing. That is nothing. Go do it now. If you don't want to do that, um, and, and and my tips on this is find a pastor that's passionate about it, pitch it to them, and then let them do the work for you. But anyway, um, that's just a little a little behind the scenes. Uh, our internet archive, internet archive. Dot, I think it's called archive.org. Let me look it up real quick so I can give you internet archive. 
and it is archive.org. I was right. You can go to internet or archive.org and you can host any file for free. Now you're going to be back to where it's slow again. I'm going to tell you, but it's unlimited and um, I can't guarantee quality. I can't guarantee anything, but I can guarantee they're not going to throw ads in there and it is free and you can use this. I know a lot of folks that do. So I would suggest in your case, um, internet archive at archive.org. Again, though, man, pay, pay, pay. Use Libsyn, dude. It is awesome. You will never, ever regret it, and it's super fast. Guys, that finishes up us for this week. Uh, again, contact me to uh, podcaster, podcast starter at nlcast.com and, uh, or call us at 209-5-NLCAST. Look us up on iTunes. Leave us a review. If you haven't yet, that would be awesome. Uh, none of you have because it just got listed. Podcast starter in iTunes. Uh, look us up on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter if you want. NLCast, twitter.com slash NLCast. Boy, I'm with it today. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Send your questions and your feedback. And uh, go start a podcast. <laughs>